0: This is Bulls Beat on Bulls Unlimited. Bulls Beat is your stop for exclusive interviews, highlights, and the very latest on all sports at the University of South Florida. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. Well, how you doing, Bulls fans? Have you come down yet Monday morning, Bulls Beat? and We are definitely going to spend the vast majority of it with highlights and some reaction to what happened at the Yingling Center. The sold-out Yingling Center for an incredible game. The Bulls defeat Florida Atlantic 90-86, to and there were many ups and downs and nearly a really bad <laughs> downer of a finish, but it didn't happen that way. The Bulls built a 70-45 to lead with more incredible three-point shooting, and that big margin was just enough. To hold off a very much looking like a Final Four competitor. That is for sure Florida Atlantic. Which got it all the way down to a one point margin at the end. You'll hear the scary finish. But you'll also hear the incredible start. Where 10,659 screaming fans. That's an attendance record for South Florida men's basketball. Were on hand at the Yingling Center. What an incredible day. And yeah it was raining outside. Remember, we told you that baseball and softball would be going on at the same time. Well, that didn't happen. That's okay, because everybody in Bulls Nation's attention needed to be at the Yingling Center. Outside, awesome video that's been seen over 100,000 times by the time I'm talking right now of Amir Abdulrahim going out and pumping up the long line of Bulls fans that was there, filing in early, finally got to get in at 10.30, and was loud. And if you were listening to the women's basketball program We were turning our attention in the postgame quickly to this one, and Bridget said, what do the Bulls need to do? I said, they have to stay hot from three because FAU has a 7-1 center that's going to have a big day, and the Bulls, well, saw a 7-1 center have a big day with 22 points, but did they stay hot from three? The game got intense early, and the Bulls got the lead to double digits early thanks in large part to hitting those threes.
1: Plossaire into the paint, leaves it to Walker, rolls the basket. He fires. That's too strong. A couple of air balls by the Bulls, and they are too amped up. Here's John L. Davis. Steps into contact, and he throws it away. Plossaire got the steal on the baseline. Two guys trailing him, and the Bulls will set it up in a 2-2 tie three minutes in. Here's Kobe Knox. Long distance three. Whoa, he got it! That was from way downtown was
2: from Fletcher Avenue. Kobe Knox has been a big offensive force the last five games or so and
1: gets off to a great start with a made three-pointer bulls up. Golden ends up with it and he elbows oh. Chris Youngblood in the jaw oh no call Youngblood oh goes down and Golden laid it in I mean he put an elbow right into the jaw of Chris Youngblood and Amir Rahim is hot right now. Oh my gosh hope his jaw is okay. That was a lethal blow. Here's Corey Walker at the high post, left side. To Youngblood. He's gonna launch a three. Got oh. a splashdown. How about that for an in-your-face, Vlad Golden. Yeah, take that. Chris Youngblood comes back strong. Corey Walker gets it off to Jose Placer. Comes off a screen into the paint. Throws up a floater. That's good as well. Jose Placer with a leaner from 14. It's 10 to 4. Bull Greenlee dumps it inside. Golden gets free and transition and misses the one-handed dunk. Youngblood gets the rebound. Outlet to Jose Placer, and here come the Bulls five minutes into the first half. Youngblood, long-distance three. Oh. Got another one! Oh, my! That was
2: from way out! Chris, Youngblood has set his jaw and made his second straight three timeout, Owls.
1: 14-51 I hope you can hear me this place is going freaking bonkers to Youngblood ball fake on the right wing He elevates fires a long three got another three Chris blood is three for three came into this game making eight of his last ten and he's
2: picked up right where he left off One of the best starts we have seen from Chris Youngblood. He is keeping the Bulls afloat the Bulls lead at 16 to 9
0: Jim Lighthall and Joey Johnson, who were fantastic, by the way, as always, but rose to the occasion, this amazing occasion. Why does it feel like Chris Youngblood, his scoring average of 15 points, just feels low, but that's exactly where it is. And in conference play, it's pretty much exactly where it is. It's just because he's so steady. It seems like he scores a lot more than that, probably because he scores all the important buckets. At one point, he was pretty well behind Selton Miguel and made threes. He has overtaken him and shoots 43% on threes with 54. Curiously enough, Selton Miguel is right behind, 53 for 125, while CY is 54 for 125. It would become Selton Miguel's turn in the last part of the incredible first half. It was entertaining to watch back the replay on ESPN as we were listening to Jim and Joey. No, I was not at the game uh, because of my schedule, which has me basically doing a game and or being out of town every single day (laughs) during the Months of February and March, I took the chance for a Sunday with the family, but, oh yes, Jen allowed me to uh, take a couple hours off and watch the game. So before we get to the Selton-Miguel part, the dueling dunks, we mentioned the seven-footer on the other side. Sure enough, Vladislav Golden tied his career high in points with 23. He would throw down some amazing dunks where it looked like it was no chance of dunking it and boom. But Bulls had some moments as well, many more than FAU in the first half, including Selton Miguel going off.
1: Selton Miguel goes left, now stops and crosses over. Now he's trying to turn the corner right. He's going downhill again, the layup is good. You can see it, Joey, around the free throw line when he's already made up his mind, he's going all the yeah, way. You
2: can see it in his eyes. He is going for the prey. He's like a hunter. Stroud in transition, throws a low. Kobe Bryant! And he looked like Kobe Bryant, but he's Kobe Knox. An incredible pass by Brandon Stroud and a dunk. And Golden gets a dunk
1: at the other end to counter the alley-oop. Yeah, the action picking up, fast and furious. Selton Miguel, he's gonna launch a three. That one's good! The Bulls make another one. They're five of nine from long range. The long range shots have really helped the Bulls today. Selton on the logo, crosses over on Martin. He's gonna step back, launch another three from straight on. Got another three! Oh my God, this team is red hot! The three-pointers
2: are amazing right now. The Bulls are 6 of 10 from long range.
1: Selton Miguel from straight on. He about ripped the net down that hit, nothing but the bottom. Brendan Stroud, by the way, defensively just poked it out of bounds with active hands. Listen to this crowd. This crowd is on its feet at all levels. Miguel at the top. There was a work on Martin. He's going to step back, launch a three. Got
2: another three! Selton Miguel, he's got 13
1: He is perfect from long range.
2: Cannot say enough about the shooting today for the Bulls that is really carrying them. They are red, red hot from long range.
1: Seven for 11. Here's Martin to answer again on the right wing. There's finally a miss, and Corey Walker goes up the ladder, gets the rebound. Outlet to Celt Miguel. Left wing. He's going to load up another three.
2: He got another! Oh, the fire department, something that goes on fire. Offensive foul on FAU as Martin ran over Jose Placer. I don't know if this building can contain the crowd. The Anglic Center has come unhinged.
0: Perfect word and unbelievable descriptions by the guys of that first half. Oh, the first half, 46-31. to 31. The Bulls 8 of 13 on 3, Selton Miguel 4 for 4, Chris Youngblood 7 for 7. I'd say they led the way. Miguel 16 and Youngblood 15, right around their game averages. On the other side, John L. Davis, who's unbelievable, and their top score, only 5 points. Now, if you were like me, you're thinking, a run is coming, a run is coming, so get the lead up as much as you can and be ready to answer the run when it comes. Then it looked like the run wouldn't come. We'll tell you what happened at the end of the first half in the women's game. It turned out to be pretty important, and I believe so did the end of the half in this one because there was an actual looked-at flagrant foul called on Golden, and so coming out of the break, the Bulls were sent right to the free-throw line, already up 15. Youngblood, with 20 minutes on the clock, sinks two free-throws. Then he gets fouled, trying a three, and makes them all. So FAU got the ball back and down 20. 51-31 that turned out to be helpful the bulls meanwhile would extend the lead let's take it up to the point before where it got scary don't worry we'll get there but the hits kept on coming
1: seven minutes gone in the second half and the bulls still lead here's a three by young blood good chris Youngblood, another three on the inbounds
2: he's four for four from long range he's got 23 this is the game of chris
1: Youngblood's dreams Here's John L. Davis, between the legs twice. He's gonna launch one over Pryor, that's a miss. It's tipped way up in the air, and Jaden Reed gets the rebound. He's got Pryor ahead of him, he catches, and there's a two-handed dunk! Oh, they're gonna blow the lid off this place! Timeout FAU! I mean, it has gone nuclear
2: in here! What a pass from Jayden Reed to find Kaysen Pryor for a two-handed dunk, and this crowd is on its feet,
1: celebrating. Bulls lead by 25, it's
0: 66-41. Oh yeah, there was plenty to be on your feet celebrating about. And what happened there in the middle of the second half, the Bulls started to go cold. They were going to have to go cold at one point. Jose Placer sank a jumper that made it 61-37. At that time, the Bulls were 20 for 35. That's 57%. And by the way, Placer had a nice game as well. But they would miss their next four. And you heard those two back-to-back scores. Well... They would miss their next five. Fortunately, though, FAU, while the Bulls were going cold, same thing. They missed seven of eight and 0 for 5 in that stretch on threes as they were trying to hit the threes to get back in the game. Well, it turns out, yeah, they would hit some threes, but they would also have some multi-point possessions. The Bulls got the lead back up to 25, 70 to 45 on a nice jumper by Jaden Reed with 8.38 to go. How did it go from 25 to 1 in about 8 minutes time? Everyone was into it, and I understand the overrated chant. First of all, it's been a while since Bulls fans have gotten to chant such a thing, and you're forgiven. But just as I said on social media, a friendly reminder, maybe it's not your intention, maybe you're just feeling it and you want to make the opponent feel bad and that's fine, but Technically, if you're chanting overrated, you're saying the team we're playing isn't as good as people think. You're automatically downgrading the relevance of your victory when you say overrated. Yeah, the other team's not as good as people think, so this really isn't that impressive of a win. I know that's not what everybody intends when they chant overrated, but think about it. And the other part is it might get the other team upset, especially if you start the chant with a lot of time left in the game. And you'll hear it in the background here is, well, the lead was above 20 points. With eight minutes left is when the chance started, and that's exactly when the comeback started. Probably not cause and effect, but uh, this was crazy. This was the start.
1: Brennan Lorient from Ocala. Chris Youngblood to throw it in for the Bulls. 20 on the shot clock. 8.03 left, and they throw it away. Boyd gets the steal. He's going to go in for a layup. And again, FAU is gambling on every single pass. They've got nothing to lose. They're down 20. You cannot go into the prevent offense here. Kicks it left side. Selton Miguel is going to load one up. That's too strong. Long rebound into the hands of FAU. Gaffney comes back the other way. Lorian, bounce pass, here's Golden to the basket, one-handed dunk, my goodness, and he put it over Sam Hines and he got fouled.
2: Well, still a long road ahead for the Owls, but they are cutting into this lead, which was as much as 25, is now 18.
0: So at that point, it is a quote-unquote little 8-0 run, and you are quote-unquote a little concerned because 70-53, to 53, but seven and a half minutes to go. At that point, FAU basically just has to miss a couple shots the rest of the way. Well, not only did they not do that, they would hit eight in a row, but they would get multiple points per possession. And by multiple points, I mean more than two and three. What's the most points you can get in a fantasy possession, a dream possession? That's six. You hit a three, you get foul, taking the three, and then you get the rebound and make a three-point shot. You can't plan for that. You can't go, all right, let's run our offense so that we go down the court And they foul us taking a three and then we miss it on purpose and get six. Or we can't go down the court saying, let's draw a flagrant foul and get a technical and a two-possession situation. As I said on social media, I looked back at it and wanted to look at the game score. How you make up a 25-point margin, almost all of it. In three trips down the floor, basically, not actual possessions, but three trips down the floor. In other words, Bulls didn't get to see the ball in between. One trip, they scored six. Another, they scored five. And another, they scored four. Here was how you get the six. You just heard Golden get fouled on the dunk. Well, here's what happened coming out of the timeout. This would be the six-point trip down the floor.
1: Golden's had a great day at the line. 64% shooter. He's a perfect four for four. And he lets that one fly, and it's good. And again, FAU with full court pressure, 70-53. to They throw it into Pryor, and they throw it away. Here's a three in the corner by Gaffney. That's good. I mean, it's just... Being lazy with the basketball. Yeah. There's no sense of urgency for the team in the lead. Can't do and was it. Reed fouled in the backcourt.
2: Cannot do that. Still lots of time.
1: Well, Seven twenty to go. That was just a floating pass with no sense of urgency. It's a 14-point game.
0: Then came the next trip down the floor. We won't play the highlights because it was just four free throws. But it was in and around Golden, getting hogtied basically by Corey Walker. And so they got the additional free throws along with the foul. And, of course, John L. Davis sank them all. And it's fun when the Bulls are making all their free throws and making second-half comebacks. But it wasn't so fun seeing the other team do it. And, yeah, you heard also a foul. It's almost like FAU started a foul just to shorten the game if they could make the Bulls feel the pressure at the free throw line, which for the most part they didn't. But it was a long time between made field goals while all this was happening. Selton Miguel hit one. To get the lead up to 12 with 439 to go. And again, you're just waiting for one miss on the other side. But right when Miguel hits his, another five-point trip. In three trips down the floor, FAU was able to score 15 points if you break it all down. And this was the last of those big batch trips.
1: Drifting right side now to get into the corner to Boyd. Foul. Three ball is good oh. and a foul on USS Brandon Stroud. This is a potential for a four-point play. You know, 422 is a long time to go in a game that's still hanging in the balance. It must be they're going to call a foul on Stroud when he slammed into Gaffney. After the the made three. Yeah, this is off the ball. So Gaffney will get two free throws in a nine-point game. And he launches the first one and hits it. I mean, this is crazy. FAU is just on a parade to the free throw line here. Gaffney makes the first. Eight-point game, 4.22 left, and he makes the second. It's a seven-point game.
0: So there was an actual 15 nothing run in there that took less than 90 seconds, but the Bulls would make seven free throws, and Selton Miguel would end a spell of four minutes without a field goal, basically because FAU was fouling the whole time, with a layup that made it 79-67, actually a goaltend, with 4.40 to go. But then what you just heard followed it immediately. Well, it got tight. It got dramatic. Here's some back and forth, including some key plays by Corey Walker and the Bulls. Just enough. Hey, not going to taint the victory, but it got scary.
1: Corey's two for two today. Again, the Bulls are 22 for 26. He'll get two to our right. The lead is seven, and he misses. No, it rolled in. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that was that used everything, including the top of the backboard, and rolled back in.
2: That was one of the more unusual free throw makes I've ever seen. That looked like a clear miss.
1: 2.14 to go, here's Selton, drives it into the paint, throws it up off the window, and in! Selton Miguel challenged everybody and rolled it in. Coles needed a strong offensive possession,
2: and Miguel gave them one, driving in. 85-77 USF.
1: Bulls doing a good job guarding here. Golden went down with Walker. Now that's on the perimeter to Gaffney. Shot clock at 12. Martin in the paint. Blocked down low by Walker and he ends up with a rebound as well. And now they try to tie him up and it's going to be a foul on FAU. What a play by Corey Walker to block that shot. That's a momentum reversing play. 140 to go in this game. Bulls by six. Miguel cross-court pass to Reed, the freshman back to Selton. They're going to try and trap him. They got a man open in the corner, Brandon Stroud. Baseline move. He's lost it on the dribble. It kicks into the corner to Kobe Knox for three. It's short. <coughs> Offensive rebound, Corey Walker kicks it all the way back out. They've got a first. Corey 20. Walker.
2: Corey Walker's made some huge plays down the stretch.
1: One fifteen to go. Bulls lead. Cross-court pass to Knox. Kobe surveys. He's got Walker underneath. Reverse layup is good. Oh. 70 seconds to go. Timeout, South Florida. 87 to 79. They oh. needed a hero, and Corey Walker emerges. Corey Walker
2: playing out of his mind down the
1: stretch. 87-83. Bulls with the lead. They've got a couple timeouts left. FAU has one. They get it into Golden. He gets it off to Davis in the corner. Wants to pull the trigger on a three, can't. He gets it back from Golden. Now Golden setting up shot down low. 10 to go on the shot clock. Davis step back three. Good. Yeah. 22 seconds to go, it's a one-point game. My God, what a comeback by FAU. Youngblood will shoot two. 20 points today, 113th college game. Let's fly with the first one. Got it. Chris Youngblood, just ice water running through his veins. Look at him. He doesn't look like he's sweating. No problem. No Bulls on the lane at all. They're all back by midcourt. Youngblood takes his time. Arena hushes. He lets it fly. Uh, Got it. Caught a little bit of iron, but he got it to go. to three-point lead. What an absolute clutch performance by Chris Youngblood. 18 seconds to go. No timeouts for FAU. Here's Davis, 89-86 Bulls. Davis drives it in. Throws up a leaner off the side of the backboard. Rebounded by Knox. Gets it to Miguel. Here come the Bulls on a two-on-one. Youngblood's going to pull it back out. They're chasing him with five seconds, and they foul him with 4.8 left. The Bulls get the stop. An opportunity to slam the door with 4.8 seconds left in the three-point game. (coughs) And he misses his first free throw of the game. Of course (laughs) he does because we've got to have more drama here.
2: But if he makes this one, it's going to be very difficult for FAU to come back.
1: It's a lot like the Charlotte game. A week or so ago, here's Youngblood. An opportunity to push this lead to four. 89-86, Youngblood's second free throw. Good. String music. FAU gets it in down four, Gaffney's gonna launch a three, good if it goes, it's an air ball. That's all there is, there isn't any more. The first place South Florida Bulls have knocked off the 24th ranked team in the country. You wanna be the man, you gotta beat the man, and the Bulls just beat the man.
2: That might have been the best regular season performance in the history of this program. Fans trying to storm the court in celebration. What a great performance by the USF Bulls down the stretch to ice this one away. Final score, USF 90, the number 24 ranked Florida Atlantic Owls 86, and now we face the possibility of USF jumping into the top 25 after this most impressive victory.
1: 11 straight wins, 11 straight wins at home, 17 of their last 18 and they are alone atop the American Conference standings. This game was so good, I want to see another one in Fort Worth, Joey. Yeah, what
2: a great, absolute performance by the USF Bulls, and Florida Atlantic did themselves proud, Yeah, climbing back into this game, making it a game, coming within one point, but the Bulls just had a little bit more down the stretch.
1: A record crowd in the Engling Center, 10,659. See the Bulls hang on and beat FAU by the final score of 90 to 86.
0: And if you want to hear what amir Abdurrahim rahim had to say he got really emotional by the way talking about Corey walker's performance and of course the crowd go to our podcast page it's up there the full interview and if you want much more of the coach he was outstanding as always we taped the new bullseye on monday we will drop that on you on wednesday at around noon a regular bulls beat previewing all of the basketball that's taking place on Wednesday night and then Bullseye will hit the stream as we mentioned. We can tell you that sometimes okay sometimes every time the conference lets us know ahead of time who the players of the week are going to be. They do that so that the schools can put out the appropriate graphics and celebratory posts and all that kind of stuff instead of having to scramble for it right. Well we knew that Selton Miguel was the AAC player of the week while we were taping Bullseye and Kaylee Cottrell sprung it on him. I put the video out on social media, but you can hear it for yourself on Wednesday. And i also talk to Billy Mole for Bullseye. Listen for that on the stream. The men's basketball team building memories. Let's see if they can keep it going. Thanks for dropping by.